Hey guys! Well, we are super excited to announce that we're on CastBox now. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. And it does have all your favorite podcasts, okay? Okay. You can still listen to Dumb Gay Politics wherever you get your podcasts, but we just want you to try CastBox. And we're super excited that we're finally on CastBox because we think it's the best. So try it. Uh-huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N E S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I am Julie. And I am Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are recapping the week in reality TV. <sighs> this is the week of our live oh. podcast. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Now that was a sigh. I know. All sighs. I don't want to do the live podcast. I know you don't. But <laughs> I really don't. But once it's- you're there and, oh, you're going to love it. It's like literally for the people who listen to this podcast the day it comes out, the live podcast is tomorrow. Wednesday, oh, that's right. December 12th. It's mm-hmm. tomorrow. Right. Now, uh, there's only a few tickets left. <laughs> so if you're planning on going, get your tickets on purplepass.com slash dumbgaypolitics or our website, julianbrandy.com. They may be sold out if you wait to get them at the door and they will be more expensive too. It's $20 online, $25 at the door. Cash only. Is it cash only? Mm-hmm. Oh, and bring we extra take- cash if you want to buy some T-shirts because we will have them there for sale. That is true. That is true. We don't um, we have no way of accepting like credit cards or whatever. So it has to be cash right now. OK, so cash only at the door. Yeah. So there's many. You might as well buy your ticket online. Save your cash for the T-shirt. Seriously. And the T-shirts are all the rage. And they're way less expensive. Um, in you person. just get them in real life. Yes, they are. So I mean, they're not way less expensive. They're $5 less expensive. <laughs> yeah, but that's still, that's a lot. $5 is a lot, you know? Um, but if you want to go on our website, julianbrandy.com, you can get t-shirts there and it's $25 with free shipping. Um, okay, so I'm using an essential oil diffuser uh-huh. to keep me calm before the show. Do we want to bring that with us, maybe? Oh, that's not a, well, you mean at, at the actual show? Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know what we're going to have. Maybe, yeah. Not you know, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Um, we can do whatever we want. We're So you know. Meow Meow went to Target and stocked up on my favorite things to make me feel comfortable <laughs> and prepared, mm-hmm. which is black Sharpies and permanent markers. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, you need to get tissues because we have tissues. You already got Thank those. God. Yep. Love that. Yep. And um, while you were there, of course, because you're a shopping <laughs> maven, you got this um, essential oil diffuser for the drug den so we can stimulate our gray matter <laughs> and enhance our mood uh-huh. during this podcast. Yep. So right now 
we're using calm because I want to cancel the live show. <laughs> but after we get home, we're going to switch to uplift and uh, focus because you can do what? Calm, uplift, focus. Calm, uplift, focus and sleep. OK, that's nice. And it changes colors. Um, I know. I love it. I love that it changes colors. I don't know why, but there's something about it that I like. I want to get one for every single room. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's getting <clears> nice <throat> and soothing in a bedroom. It goes from like it's like soft purple. Yes, yes blue. soft. It's a soft. I'm gonna, I might have to get one specifically for the bedroom. Yeah. And in here. I want one for every room. And for living sure. room. Yeah. Might as well have one every room. You May know? as well. Listen, it's at Target. But I feel like for the bedroom, it's a necess. Necess. You know, because you put uplift in the morning and sleep at night. That, oh God. You're you know? so right. Yeah. I'm definitely putting, I'm putting it in the bedroom. That's it. Yeah. I'm putting it in. Well, this I'm one's for one. in here. No, you know, get no, 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 no I'm going to get another Yeah, yeah. This one's for this room. Um, we got so many nice gifts this week, though. And um, I was so... It's sort of been haunting me because we got mm. so many nice gifts and okay. cards this week. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Are people going to get bored? Are new people who try the podcast out going to be like, I can't with that? And then I just decided, you know what? I'm still in my feelings. Oh, we haven't yes. been mentioning. No, that's <laughs> I know true. you know. But, but everyone. Um, no. Well, the, yeah. Well, we, oh, we are. I think I think. I don't know what um, <laughs> planets or whatever. I mean, I know exactly oh, why. Mercury's in retrograde. But I will say that I think it's fair to say that, yeah, you're going to be in your feelings for a while. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to be out of them because 2019 is my year. But <laughs> that is true. Um, That's true. We're in our feelings. And so when we get these cards in the pictures, it's just like we feel loved and supported by our 14 listeners. And anyone who doesn't like it can just fuck right off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, That's it. This is it. Like, this is how we're doing it. And... We uh, we're sitting here in the drug den looking at this bulletin board of people who have spent time, money, um, thoughtfulness. Yeah. You know what I mean? To yes. send us things. And we we want to thank you and let you know that, like, you know, we appreciate it and we're grateful for it. And this is, you know, this is December. OK, so we recently announced um, on our Patreon podcast, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. That we're going to do a live stream <laughs> ASMR whisper video for our $2 subscribers. Um, okay, so one of the things we said we want to do, it's going to be it's going to be a menagerie of things mm -hmm. that we do. Yes. But one of the things that we want to do in our in our hour long live stream is um, read mean fortune cookies because my Shark Tank idea <laughs> is right. always the mean fortune cookies yep. or, the, or the bad fortune cookies. Yeah, the omens or whatever. Yeah, the evil fortune. Right, like don't step. Don't cross that street at yeah. seven. Someone at the table has lied to you. <laughs> Things like that. Right. So, um, so Jason Moss, who's our hot WeHo model, Fran, mm -hmm. um, of the black and white headshot oh, postcard. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm um, looking at you right now, Jason Moss. Yes. So he sent us a package of not safe for work fortune cookies. Okay. Perfect. You want to read one? Yeah. So okay. I want you to. So oh, right. this is, you can give an example of what our ASMR video okay. will be like. Oh, okay. Um, for those of you who don't do the Patreon, um, hopefully you know what ASMR is, but some kind of like it's sleep videos for people. Johnny McGovern um, taught us about it. Tune into his podcast. out we love asmr God. videos now jesus no i don't know okay. if it's gonna be okay. so nice if we're not um okay. on headphones i feel like my whisper voice is weird now let's see. here we go so 
first here. First, I open the cookie and then. <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. This is like when they go, mm-hmm. you know, and they do the mm-hmm. they do the sound effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they used to do that in the ra- in old radio days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like in Annie, they do it. Like hello. Hey, who's here? It's me. It's Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, what are you doing here? Well. I got some news for you. What's the news, see? Like that. Exactly. Oh, I have to do. Okay, read the I fortune. I have to do this. Okay. Okay, read, read the fortune. Okay. I opened up the fortune and it says, Ew. it says, wait, I can't read it. It says, how did you get here? Did someone leave your cage open? <laughs> These are kind of just, they're just more rude. These are like jokes. Yeah, they're like rude insults. How many lesbians does it take to screw in a light bulb? That's not funny. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke? Yeah. What about, how do you get a group of Canadians <laughs> out of the pool? I don't know. Simply ask them to get out. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I don't know any jokes. Well, thank you, know, you, Jason Oh, Moss. do you know what that reminded me of? What? Remember on the Patreon when I was be- I, to- I told the beginning of a joke? Well, I want you all to know that if you listen to the Patreon, I'm going to finish that joke today. Just remind it. Oh, it's what is the difference between Neil Armstrong and Michael Jackson? Okay. I never answered the question. I never told the joke. And I'm going to tell the joke on the you Patreon. You never gave the punchline. I never gave the punchline. Um, so <laughs> that was, by the way, on Halloween. Our Halloween Patreon is when she did that. So... Still hasn't still hasn't given the punchline. So if you want to know that punchline, you're gonna have to go join the Patreon. That's what I'm saying. Um, okay, we also announced that when um, our Patreon podcast reaches our goal of 2,000 subscribers, not only will we do a two-hour-long podcast a week for one dollar a week. Yeah. But Julie, uh, Jacques Excuse and I. Excuse me, Jacques and I. But Julie, Julie, oh. <laughs> Julie and I. <laughs> Julie announced that I'm she. Sorry, that, I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Oh, God, that's funny. Go ahead. But Julie announced, so cut up me saying don't apologize. Okay. But Julie announced that she would get a keyboard to do annoying radio-y sound effects, kind of like we already just did. Oh, oh my God. And I actually have a little one. Why aren't I f- using it? Well, what do you mean? That's the keyboard that you got as a gift from Danielle yeah, that's Jones. A, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we still haven't reached the goal, but... um. We need a few hundred more people, <laughs> but <laughs> but Danielle Jones got Julie the keyboard anyway, so it's her little one. Um, it's right here, but I guess we save yeah. it for the Patreon. And but I want to let you know, I'm halfway through, us making a song. Already started being creative on it, Danielle. Thank so you thank so you much. so much. Like I'm really excited about it. It's really making me want to get the full keyboard because I feel like I like so. It's and great. I and love we it. have been in our feelings, and it. we've been in um so December. And it fucking sucks, and so it gives you something to do here. Yes, it really does. And it's little, so I have to really focus with my fat hands. You know uh, what I mean? Because it's like a little... It's yeah. little. It's a little mini. They call yeah. it a mini whatever. So I'm like with little... Yeah, I'm you know. to think of what it's the size of, but... It's like the size of a little drum machine. Yeah, I mean, it looks like maybe like a foot and a half long or something. It's cute. Like, you know what I mean? Very cute. Oh, maybe the size of a keyboard, actually, but bi- but thicker and bigger, but about the size of a keyboard. Okay, so Carrie Nataro, a super fucking gorgeous Fran from our days on Gayest of All Time podcast, sent us a fucking hilarious rocks glass set. Oh. Okay. Oh. And and Carrie, can I please tell you that Meow oh. Meow did have to guffaw a straight up L, real LOL. We opened it in her truck and we went to buy the mail place and um and Meow Meow laughed out loud. So tell tell them what's on the. Um... I was shocked. I mean, we've been get, we've gotten some gifts where I'm just like, I cannot. 
just how I don't know who thought of it, how you thought of it, yeah. where you got it, how you got it made, whatever. <clears throat> I've just been like oh, so delighted and surprised and whatever. And this was one of the most surprising. So it's basically two rock glasses with an etching. Yeah. I would an etching yep. of Countess Luann and fucking Jacques. It's Jacques and I on the glasses. Uh, and of course we were expecting it to be us. I saw Julie get a weird look on her face like like you saw the Jacques and you were like, but that's like, not me. That looks like Falky <laughs> from Perfect Strangers. And then it was like, nope, it was Jacques and Luann, Jacques and I, like Carrie. Amazing. Ooh, bitch, I mean, ooh, not, and, and it didn't even say Jacques and I. The fact that it's just the two. I yeah. mean, it's it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. The level. So it's. <gasps> And we don't get to enjoy Jacques and I, even though no. you know, Jacques's not on there. We don't even get to enjoy Luann and her fake sobriety no. and her rehab. No. We don't, you know, so it's a little taste of, it's a little taste of our history. I love it. And um, we love that Carrie. And Carrie sent um, a picture of her and her um, guy, Justin, and their dog, mm -hmm. Regis, uh -huh. for the drug den bulletin board. So um, it's always hard. She sent two. And, and when we, I wanted you guys to know, <laughs> we, like to we, we have to use the one with Regis, Let's but... See. It's hard to choose the ones when people send multiples, but we try to pick the one where, like, for example, like with Renee uh -huh. McCann, she sent multiples and we want to pick the one when she has her little daughter in it. But it's like we want to pick the one where we can recognize you when we see you at like a show. Yes. That's the reason we do this bulletin board is so we can put a face to the names, right. especially for people who send gifts. And also so when we fucking meet you, we can be like, oh, you know. Yeah. There's Joey O'Shea or whatever. Right. So, right, right. Okay. Exactly. But Carrie's cute in, in either one. But her guy, Justin, has a beard. I know. I'm not going to be able bangs, to recognize. She has bangs in one and he has a oh, beard yeah, in right. one. And so it's like, well, God, I don't know what they're what they're working with now. I don't know either. And I'm not sure which came first. I don't know yeah. which is. if Is the beard shaved now? Is yeah. it the beard long beard? I don't beards know. beards will know. make someone unrecognizable. But Regis I, is where it's at. So we'll yeah. probably do the one with Regis. Oh, yeah. No, we have to do the one with yeah. Regis. I mean, they look like they're in like a... She looks like she's giving you like a 60s California dreaming. We're going on a road trip with our dog and my bearded man. And we're, you know yeah. what I mean? We're hipping out to the yeah. cool breeze sounds <laughs> they of look a summer like wind. A you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Teresa, a.k.a. T-Back, our favorite Palm Springs hooker homie <laughs> yeah. um, and gifter of prayer candles, sent to us a pick for the drug den of her and her lezzy friend, Jen. Oh, yes. Now... Mm -hmm. T, I wanted to let you know that I considered cutting Jen out of the pick because she doesn't fucking listen to this. <laughs> but I changed my mind because we love because we love you, um, uh, Teresa. Yeah. So we're gonna leave Jen because you watch people's couch and right. we like. I mean, we want to we leave lesbians as a general rule for <laughs> we the board. Leave lesbians, right? It's important to have that that lesbian reflection okay, on the so, board. So read her little note. <laughs> Hello, my love. <clears throat> Hello, my loves. This is my best Les, Jen, and me at the Tropic Hall in Palm Springs. I fancy us the Palm Springs, a.k.a. Laurent, Brandy, and Julie. Jen knows you two from the people's couch, but doesn't listen to the pod because she's fully off the grid. But never fear because she gets a detailed recap of each episode from me. Thanks, Dana, for the pod for the postcard inspiration. Um, I needed your note. I needed your notes, babe. <laughs> I would have never had my life together enough to print an actual photo, purchase postage, and put it in the mail. Sending love to Brandy, Julie, and the entire DGP family. Teresa Colby Smith, aka T back. And she's also a Patreon. The simplepostcard.com. So, that's what that's made. Yep, with. and it's great. So thank you, T. Um, love, love you. Um, this really warmed my heart. Um, I think you would say her last name Maddox. Okay. M if it's M A, I'm sure she's like, why are you spelling my last name? Um, M A T T A 
C-K-S. But I think Maddox yeah. is cute because it sounds like Maddox Jolie Pitt. Yeah, I was going to say Maddox Jolie Pitt. But, I don't think it's Matox. So she's adorbs.org. Okay, so she sent us a card and a pic for the bulletin board. She's an absolute fucking cutie. And the card really touched our hearts. Um, so I don't know if it's because she's cute and holding like a little snow cone or because she's young or just, I don't know, but it really... So read it, ma'am, ma'am. Julian Brandy, I can't say how much I appreciate you letting all of us be a part of your friendship. Four years ago, I left all my friends and family to move to Brisbane, Australia, and then two years later to New Orleans. I've loved both of uh, my new homes, but making friends as an adult is a huge bitch. I love having your banter to get me through the lonely times. I can't wait to see you in New Orleans with your professional tablecloth and everything. Cheers, Andrea. <clears throat> she, okay so and shout out to julie lang for that tablecloth we get it out and look at it as if it's like a diamond encrusted yes it is a fabergé <laughs> tablecloth i mean it is beyond a fabergé we went to sotheby's <laughs> exactly 10 million yes thank you and now look at it every and meanwhile day. julie lang's probably sitting there like you know what motherfuckers it did cost 900 dollars. um andrea you're an angel and you know what she's in new orleans so we hope our girl on the on the nola scene penny daniel hooks up with andrea um, at our show there on January 19th and shows her all the debauchery that New Orleans has yes, to offer uh-huh. um, because she can they're good friends for you to to, um, you know, get you herpes or whatever your heart desires. <sighs> I mean, not that, not that, that Penny is... has herpes, but I know she knows where to get them. Yeah, no, if no, that is bucket, bucket it. list. Yeah, it's exactly. called bucket list. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know. OK, so Alexander, mm-hmm. he's the Alexander from the Patreon. Um sent us a super sweet Christmas card with no picture and lots and lots of <laughs> glitter. And Alexander, I am going to let you know, I it was all over my black jeans in the truck. <laughs> I was like, there's, I'm like, oh my God, there's glitter all over. And then you mentioned it and then, then it became real charming. Dear J&B, I listen to both podcasts every week because of the court order. Haha, <laughs> not really a court order, but you've got me through a divorce and three moves. I'm moving again, but this time to my own home. If it weren't for you two taking me to Skule and the eye of the shitstorm and on, I think I might not still be here. Turns out, sweeties, all I needed was hope and perspective. The community of Patreon is truly a blessing because they bring the perspective to the floor. From day to day and week to week, it may feel like you're just talking into a couple of microphones. The reality is that you're doing a public service. Thank you, Alexander, a.k.a. or that Alexander on Patreon. That Alexander, he's definitely like given some... Yeah. A lot of advice and like really, really sweet messages on Patreon, like really, really sweet. So um, we love you, Alexander. And we're not going to always read all of these, but you know what? Like I'm deep in my feelings and they matter to me and mean something to me. And if anyone else is out there, even just hearing that someone went through divorce in three moves or that Andrea was from Brisbane. By the way, my favorite um, Outback Steakhouse meal was Brisbane shrimp saute. It was Mm. fucking delicious. Mm. It was fettuccine with shrimp. They don't fucking make it anymore. It really bugs the fuck out of me. I've tried to find it online. What's the flavor, though? It's like, well, you try to always make it spicy shrimp. It's like that, like a spicy shrimp? It's really like buttery, but light. It's like an oil. It's only oil, but it tastes like buttery and it's not cream at all. And it it's like the shrimp is like a barbecued shrimp. That's what I can't do. Yeah. And it was on a skewer. Oh, I can't All do that. All these shrimps. And then this fettuccine. I guess I can Fucking get a delicious. Um, Interesting. And it is a sign that she lived in Brisbane. Um, okay. So continuing on. Sarah Wybright, um, the gifter of the ball, baller chocolate that I re-gifted at my uncle's 80th. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't know. You don't, whoever doesn't listen to Patreon. But my uncle Bill had an 80th B-Day. And I and, sh- and fucking Sarah Wybright sent some baller ass chocolates and I straight rolled on through with my mom and was like, oh, happy birthday, Uncle Bill. 
Happy birthday. These chocolates are from <laughs> Brisbane. It, was, it, it wasn't you know. even... We, she sent us like four boxes, so literally it was like just one of the things. Yeah. And we got we got so um, stingy. Like we couldn't we couldn't decide which ones to re-gift. Oh, I, please. I know. And I know. also she got us two $50 Taco Bell gift cards that we have been eating on <laughs> since she gave them to us in September. <laughs> That's true. And we eat on it like once a week. That's and true. still, they, there's still like $98 left. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it could last. I don't even know how long. I mean... It's, it can last years. It'll honestly, last years. It'll last years. Yeah, It'll last and, years. And we killing the game. So she sent um she sent she had sent us something she printed on her computer. And Sarah, might I say I love this picture so much more. Um I'm looking at your old one. Read the card. <laughs> um Hi, ladies. I felt like a lazy jackass sending you a picture that I printed off my computer, which now has a crease through my face on your bulletin board. Yes. Clearly unacceptable. So I sent you a new one. The gorgeous blonde in the photo is Echo, my best friend who I lost in 2016 to breast cancer. I haven't been a whole person since she passed, but your podcasts truly do help. It's comforting to me knowing Echo would have loved you uh, loved you guys too. I am very thankful for the laughter you bring into my day. Love you both, Sarah Wybright. P.S. Post Snaps should really be a sponsor. This app is awesome. And get that Monty Hunty. Um, that's sad. It's so sad. It's so sweet. Your hair's down in the photo, Sarah. The other one you sent, your hair was up. I love this one. I don't know. This girl lost her life quite young. I mean, Very these girls look, look young, I don't even huh? understand how young they are in this photo. Know. And just, it's and the what name, a fucking awful nightmare. And I've never heard the name Echo before. And there's something, may dare I say, poetic about the fact that her name is Echo. And, and she e- is echoing through like Sarah's life and our lives now. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. The sad miracle of life and, you know, the cycle of life. Um, OK, so Jamie Voss, um, who was one of the original um, givers of a massive China's on gift box. OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking love her. She's so. And, and Jamie, you got you also got an LOL from Meow Meow from just your note um, on your postcard. Okay, so, um, hi girls, this is me and my lesbro, Juliana, representing the gays in the annual beer Olympics we place every year. I'm the fluffier one, because I like to eat when in my feelings, and I've been in the feelings for 20 years. <laughs> and this is where Julie died. I fucking You're going to steal love that. Love that. I'm yeah. stealing it. I've been in my feelings for 20 years, too. <laughs> Believe you me. It's hard to put into words the pure joy and laughter you have brought to me through all your endeavors. Gay sketch show in your box office, the neighbors, people's couch, the list can go on. I love the realness, the rage, wit, and the element of surprise when I listen to you guys. Farts, shitting your pants, pubes, jizz cruises, or simply a day at an audition. We never know. Thanks for gracing the podcast world with your presence, Jamie Voss. I love this so much. Yeah, and love her. I mean, I thank you. Thank you so much. Like, that really did sometimes. Oh, yeah, you I liked s- that she said the element of surprise, yes. I think. Yes. This is why we're reading these, you guys, because. It reminds us, too. Yeah, I mean, it's just really <laughs> sweet and. I don't want to fucking talk about politics like at all, like at all. Um, so thank you, Jamie. That's this is really cute. And and your Les Les bro can go. I'm going to consider cutting her out too, Juliana, because I don't think she listens, but um, we're not going to. Um, again, we're going to let the Les represent the Les present. Um, Lori McCallum. <laughs> um, sure, she's surely one of our original 14 yes. listeners. Uh-huh. Also sent us a pick for the bulletin board. And again, like it. The card, we the uh, back of the postcard, we're going to read it because everybody suffers. 
Everybody hurts me. It really is the ma- amazing that like for, you know, I remember saying this to you too when we were started going through our feelings and then it's going on and on and we started getting <laughs> no going, going on and on and it will never end. But that will like um, uh, regardless of what anyone goes through, we forget that someone's going through something so much worse, something so much or harder, harder yeah. or um maybe even if it's not as hard or whatever, or they've been through it or they've been through something that's so hard and they're on the other side of it. And that's some of the ones that we're reading here where they're on the other side of it. And that those are the ones too that shed a tear. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've went through the river of shit and came out on the other side. And it doesn't mean that the shit isn't still in the river. Right. Or stuck like in between their like fingernails or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. But they're, they're lit they're they're out of it yeah you know what i mean yeah and that it makes me feel very very inspired and gives me some some hope so dear julian brandy i wanted to send you this pic of me and my baby moya she has gotten me through some of the roughest times in my life she brought me comfort and love when my ex-wife and best friend passed away she was my rock and my unconditional love sadly moya passed away last year and it was so heartbreaking i would be honored if she could hang in your drug den with me she is no doubt one of your original 14 love you both and thank you for the best fucking entertainment every week your loyal 14 Lori mccallum i mean ugh. So and the picture is of her kissing Moya like driving in the car, which is just funny and so cute. And of course, she's going to go in the drug den with the rest of these druggy fucking dogs. We got Poppy (laughs) and Kel right here. They're drug addict. Poppy and Kel, (laughs) I can't. We got the full business. We got Daniel in the business and all those ferrets are drug addicts. (laughs) That fucking dog, Poppy and Kel, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The business. There's a million. There's Nigel. There's a million drug addict children up there. Liam and Rob's kids. Yep. yep, mm -hmm. You know. Yep. And the Dowman kids. Yep. And we're all in the drug den together. Drugging it up. Actually, Ryder's kid. Yeah. Ryder. Writer, exactly. Um, all right, so um, the Tawn sisters. Uh-huh. Where are the Tawn sisters? Here they are. Jennifer and Paris, um, who we totally fucking love, like love, sent their pics for the bulletin board and also a Trump shit emoji <laughs> pinata, okay, filled with anti-diarrhea pills and jet alert caffeine pills, which that, um, Julie immediately removed and we immediately beat that thing to, I mean, it wasn't even, it was like, um, want to do this now? Yep. And we just immediately beat the, the pinata, um, in Julie's back of Julie's house. That's how you got to do it. You yeah. Know what I mean, the rage, why, why go to the rage now, room when you can bring the rage room here? Exactly. I mean, every room is a rage room. I, mean, I mean, they're lucky I didn't take my old printer, which recently, but I was like, I literally looked at the printer and was like, should a- I take this to Julie's and beat it with a bat? Yes. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know if I, it might be in the garage, but I might've just throwing it away i don't know but i literally was like staring at it for a while oh like, my what god I, do? I have a bat yeah i know but i thought about your neighbors i don't know but then after mm. we beat the emo the emoji pinata um okay so also a vintage rocky horror picture show poster mm-hmm. that we're immediately framing mm-hmm. um of like a flipping off notepad get the documents okay, re- ready um <clears throat> Number one, sweet angel booze, Julian Brandy. I wish I were kidding when I say it took our lazy asses two months to send this care package. Better late than never. We hope it finds you both in good health and less in your feelings. Nope. We included <laughs> some fun and hopefully useful things to get you through these dark times. Feel free to beat that pinata to shit to really to relieve done and done. your rage room experience. <laughs> to relive your rage room experience, but take out the goodies first. Glass cucumber, not included. Also, there's no tasty treats in there, so a thousand apologies. The holidays. You know what? Caffeine pills are a tasty uh, yeah, treat right. to us. That's right. And so are diarrhea pills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
The holiday season, we just wanted to let you know how much you mean to us. This holiday season, we just wanted to let you know how much you mean to us. When I, Paris, become rich, can I pay you to do a live DGP at my house? Yes. Yes, of course. Also, I saw you in Portland, but I regrettably cannot make the Seattle show because this bitch works bank hours, so please forgive me. Jennifer lives in Arizona, so maybe you guys can meet up at Walmart to shop for candles when you're in that neck of the woods. Thanks again. (laughs) Never stop ever. P.S. Where can we procure People's Couch reruns? Can you guys hook it up with a compilation or something? Sexo. Paris and Jennifer Ton, a.k.a. the Tonsis. And um, go like maybe go on Patreon and let the ladies know where they can see some. I mean, I don't know, because people's couch what I see the reruns. They're like on YouTube and they're like sped up a little and they make me uncomfortable. Right. Um, OK, so last but not least, and I know this is going on too long. And again, just re- refer back to what I said at the beginning and fuck right off if you're annoyed. <laughs> um, Ashley Lamb, I think that's the way you say this last name. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash sent a picture of herself and her wife, Ilya, and her sister, ha- Haley. Um could be Hallie notes Haley H-A-L-E-Y God um, this is from our show in Portland which also Paris sent the picture of the show in Portland um, it's such a cute picture of them we're not even in it which we love um, and then she sent us fucking shirts that say loads engineer 69 on the back K-Tiv are you listening K-Tiv are you still listening <laughs> so K-Tiv is a is DGP and Patreon um, Fran um and a teacher, she's though she's married to a loads engineer, okay? <laughs> and and Kay Tib is the uh, one who said, har har, married to loads engineer. And again, Julie LOL'd and could not take like a teenage boy like loads engineer. I can't, I can't. There's not ever going to be a time where I'm going to be able to get. And also, the motherfucker probably makes like 900 gazillion dollars a minute doing that. He's an engineer. Like, he might be a loads engineer, but he's an engineer. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Tiv, you bitch. You're just teaching just for like... She's like, oh, I just do it so I'm not bored. Uh, what? Uh, because, uh, yeah, because you know her loads engineer... She's the fucking loads engineer. Well, we know she's the loads <laughs> yeah. engineer. She's engineering the loads, but that's so she can get that load, buttload of cash. I mean, you know how it is. Listen. So, Ashley, we fucking love those beyond... I can't wait. I'm wearing it tomorrow. And... um. Um, so read her card. Dear Julie and Brandy, you guys make us laugh a ton and brighten our horrible shit filled days. Pictured from left are myself, my sister Haley and my wife Ilya at your show in Portland this past summer. We've loved you both since way back when in your careers and couldn't be happier that DGP and the Patreon exists. Keep being yourselves because we're so goddamn grateful for you. Thank you. We're grateful for you. Oh, thank you, Ash. Um, Okay, let's get to Eye of the Shit Storm. Shit takes some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. Shit take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. This week, all of the shit blowing around in the eye of the shit storm was shady Trump shit with a light breeze of impeachment blowing behind it. And though it looks exciting on the surface, when you look closer, it was nothing but a speculation shitstorm with theories and predictions as far as the eye could see. In other words, fake news. Fake news. So on Friday, Michael Cohen's lawyers filed some documents at the court that kicked the fake news impeachment chatter into high gear. Okay, so Michael Cohen is Trump's ex-personal lawyer and fixer. And basically, the documents provided a three-pronged federal problem for El Trumpo. I mean, <laughs> El Trumpo. El Trumpo was our, we oh. named our drug dealer. El Trumpo back in the day. Oh, that was fun. I miss drugs. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Oh, we'll be back. 
fingers crossed. Now, one, the documents indicate that Michael Cohen said Trump instructed him to pay off the hooker slash mistress Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Trump vehemently denied any knowledge of the payments, which was fucking asinine. And if it's proven he knew, then that is a clear campaign finance violation as well. Possibly obstruction of justice. Right. So he pretended like he didn't know that he wasn't paying off his own hookers. Right. Like like Michael Cohen just did that on his own. He just did it on his own. He just thought to himself, I should pay off these hookers. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So that was in the documents. Two. The document stated that Michael Cohen, who in November 2015 was acting as Trump's personal attorney and a top executive of Jock and I at the Trump organization, um, the document stated that he was in communication with a prominent Russian national (laughs) who sought political and business synergy with the Trump campaign. Okay. Okay. That whole statement can be summed up in one word. Do you Uh, know what the word is? I think I do. Hold on. Okay. Let me just one second. Uh Uh-huh. We're looking for a one-word answer Hold here. Hold on a second. Just a one-word. Let me find let it. Let me do. Uh, wait, I know. Wait, I know. Wait. I know. Uh, oh, I know. He was uh, um, in communication with a prominent Russian national who sought okay. political and business synergy uh-huh. with the Trump campaign. What uh, is- yes. Collusion? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> rest of this free podcast <laughs> i think that oh my god it's <laughs> i mean we also are going to win the backlash of russia collusion oh that's facebook right. stealing my data yes ah! <laughs> i'm so excited yes you win a very very crappy and divided country and state of affairs <gasps> oh my god i've always wanted a divided country and grammy state of affairs <laughs> That is crazy. It is. Oh, collusion. <clears throat> okay. Go away, lady. <laughs> Three. The documents provide a detailed account of Trump's plans to build a tower, a Trump tower in Moscow. Now, while someone like Roy Black would point out this is not illegal, the problem is that Trump repeatedly, and by repeatedly, even like 400 times. <laughs> 400 million I times. I mean, 400 million times. Yes denied that he had any business dealings with Russia at all. So let's listen to a quick recap, shall we? Okay. Oh, the montages of the denial. 17 times Trump officials denied contacts with the Russians. Are there any ties between Mr. Trump, you or your campaign? And oh, yeah, we're making a Trump you? Tower Moscow. No, there are not. That's okay. Absurd. We hear experts, you know, his house cat at home once said... Don that Jr. That's Don Jr. Russians. It's disgusting. Why not talk it's about so the Trump Tower of Moscow, Dungeon? Do with Russia. I have nothing to do with Putin. Mr. Trump has no financial relationship. No, except oh. for building a whole tower in Moscow. That's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. <laughs> well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United puppet. States. No puppet. And Just a hotel. Clear. You're the puppet. It's, she always likes to tie me in with Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. Only to build a tower. Did the Trump campaign have any contact Kelly with Conway. Russians trying to meddle with the election absolutely not and i discussed that with the president-elect just last night i didn't have uh-huh. not have communications with that's the russians. Jeff, Jeff did Sessions. any advisor or anybody in the trump campaign have any contact with the russians no of course not of mike course pence not. 
Why would there be any contacts between the campaigns? There's we nothing don't. that would conclude me that anything different has changed with respect to that. <laughs> nothing that would Nobody conclude me. So you're not aware of any contacts look, during look, the course look. of the election? How many times do I have to answer this question? Can you just Russia say is a ruse. We don't know of any any contacts with Russian agents. Right, granted. You said that the intelligence community says that there were no contacts. That story in the New York Times is complete garbage. There was no collusion. There was no coordination. Now the president has taken this issue directly to the president of Russia and raised it. <laughs> and so said, can we keep colluding? <laughs> can I build the tower? information about Hillary Clinton. Isn't that at minimum an attempt at collusion? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kellyanne Conway is by far just the most genius person I ever mean, lived uh, on the planet. But no, I mean, no, I guess I don't know. Building up, building a hotel, isn't contact. I don't know. Um, I don't it's no financial dealings. It's no actual deals. It's no making deals. It's no having deals of building an entire Trump Tower in the, in Moscow, and also promising Putin a fifty million dollar penthouse at the top. It's a definitely That's a ruse. Nothing. It That's sounds nothing. like a ruse. That is a witch hunt. I mean, it's a witch hunt. It's a ruse. It's garbage. It's filth. <laughs> it is fil- it's filth, flarn, filth. It's filth, flarn, garbage. So now the fake news of it all begins. Every congressman needs to go on the news and talk talk about right. the impeachment, 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 impeachment. And like you said, we know from Roy Black, they'll never be able to impeach the motherfucker. OK, mm-hmm. so if you missed our interview with Uber defense attorney Roy Black, go back and listen. It's all about Trump Russia, honey, and it's mm. not good news. Nope. No, it's not. Well, New York Democratic Representative Jerry Nad- Jerry Nads the Nadler. That's right. Jerry the Nads. Uh-huh. The Nad. Nads. <laughs> Jerry the Nads Nadler threw his hat in the fake news ring when he went on CNN this weekend. He tries to talk about Trump getting impeached, but his heart's really not in it. He's sitting there looking like he's a drawing from South Park. Right. Just talking nonsense. And I'm like, is he, does he want publicity? Does he want to be sure he's reelected? I'm not quite sure what he's there for. Let's, but he's not convincing me. Um, no, he he looks like he's propped up by a two by four. <laughs> exactly. And I don't really like know. Boxing Helena. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it is proven that the president directed or coordinated with Cohen to commit these felonies, if it's proven, and I understand it has not yet been, it's been alleged by the prosecutors, but it has not been proven. If it's proven, is are those impeachable offenses? Well, they would be impeachable offenses. Uh, whether they are important enough to justify an impeachment is a different question, but certainly they'd be impeachable offenses because even though they were committed before the president became president, uh, they were committed in, 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 in the service of fraudulently obtaining the office. Uh, that, would be the, the, uh, that would be an impeachable offense. But the fact of the matter is that what we see from these indictments and charging statements is a much broader uh, conspiracy against the American people involving... Uh, uh, these payments involving, a, a, you know, attempt to to uh, uh, influence the campaign improperly uh, with improper payments involving uh, the Russians uh, trying to get it, in, influence in the campaign involving the president lying for an entire year about his ongoing business arrangements, business uh, dealings uh, with the Russians uh, involving obstruction of justice. All of these have to be looked at very seriously by the Congress, by the special counsel and by the Justice Department and, and to see what, uh, uh, what actions we should then take. And what is clear also is that the Republican Congress absolutely tried to shield the president. The new Congress will not try to shield the president. They will try to get to the bottom of this 
in order to serve the American people and to, get, and to stop this massive, consp this massive fraud on the American people. I mean, I checked out. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone did. Like, I, he, he started out, yes, they're impeachable offenses, and, but then it remains to be seen if they'll be used for the impeachment and each offense. I mean, it's certainly an offense that could be used to, be, to, use to impeach, but then it remains to be seen if when we sit in the hearing, if we're going to impeach and use those offenses to be used for being impeached. Exactly. So it's like, what? Those words, 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 uh, words, words, words. I don't know what you're talking about. No. And, and the whole thing with these filings is that they call Trump individual one. Is that what it is? Yes. And so it's like you're, there's a lot of like har 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 individual one jokes. Right, right, um, right, right. So if any one of you come across that, that's what that's about. And it's like they say that like if he wasn't president, he would already be indicted with the rest of them. Uh, right. But because he's president, they don't want to, you know, indict a sitting president. How many times do you hear that? We can't indict a sitting president. Yeah. I mean... It's so weird. I feel, find it surreal that when they talk about now Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal, it's like, because I mean, it doesn't ultimately matter that he paid off his hookers. It, no. To me, I think it's more, I think it's more obvious and strange, this, the Trump Tower in Moscow. Yeah. Um, But it's very weird to have them throw up pictures with his, with his mistresses. Um, slash hookers mm -hmm. on the news. And it's just like, okay, here's his, it's like his alleged girlfriends, his past girlfriends. And I'm just like, Melania, who's looking more and more like a henchman from a Bond movie. Yeah, she's bad. like a cyborg. She's rotting away. I'm like, is she a, is she a <gasps> clone of herself? She's turning into the Borg. I mean, she's yes. standing back there. I feel like I expect Mugatu to walk out. And be like, <laughs> not now, Todd. She's, like that type of shit. <laughs> she's definitely turning from like, oh, this is uh, Christmas here at the White House. She's like, this is Christmas at White House. Yes. I am Melania one. <laughs> yeah. Other Melania. She's, I'm real. I'm real Melania. Yeah. I'm not robot. I real. And it's I like, real. He's Be got best. These, these girlfriends, these photos with these girlfriends that he paid off that Michael Cohen paid off. Mm. And I guess I just sit there with my puritanical sensibilities and I'm just like, huh, I mean, if Bill Clinton, if all they had was that one fucking picture of yeah. Monica walking through the crowd mm -hmm. or him walking through the crowd and Monica standing there in her dumb beret. Still, still they her show it. Her dumb fucking beret. Yep. And um, I have one of those, by the way. Like, a beret? It, yeah, like that black beret. Remember when I wore it for Johnny's shoot of, um, <laughs> That's right. of um, what was that called? That was. Oh, whoa, um, dude. So, and I threw it in the air like yes, Marlo Thomas. Yes, yes, But yes. like, like they, that's all they have of it. And at this point, we're so deep in the game now that we've got full. I'm surprised we don't have like Trump and Sex them out pictures. to dinner. Yeah, just everything you could have. Yeah. Him at their family's house. Well, like they're fully dating. I one that one. He was yeah, fully dating. dating Karen McDougal. Right. But still, he he saw Stormy Daniels multiple times. The, I'm no, quite yeah, sure. Well, absolutely. Yeah. He, um, uh, the reason that they're freaking out about it is not just he didn't just the problem with what he did is that he didn't just pay them. He wasn't just like, ladies, can you come into the office, please? Here's $100,000. Yeah. See you later. Oh. Keep your mouth shut. And that's what they boot. want. It's like, give me cash that's and a briefcase it. and but buy But what girl. they did was he created two fake shell companies. He went, he, they oh, somehow. He, he made it so that they couldn't talk and then they couldn't work because their whole thing, there's like Kara McDougal, her whole thing was like needing to be in the press. Right. You right. know? Yeah. So they created all these ways, all these things. Yeah. And that's where the shady business comes in. And they did it during the campaign. And so then there's that's the problem, too. Had he just 
fucking not run for president. He could have paid his hookers off. He could have yeah. built his tower. He could have had everything he ever fucking wanted, but he needed to run for president. But that's the thing, and that's the thing that this this really showed me is that he he didn't become president for any other reason except for his greed and his business interests. Yes. That's it. He wasn't he wasn't interested in now being philanthropic like that's that right. fucking moron billionaire who's like impeach Trump, that guy. I hate that oh, yeah, guy. Tom Steyer. Fuck off, Tom Steyer. Yeah. Go spend, why don't you go feed some people? But at least, Ugh. at least that guy, I don't get the feeling that he's there. I think he's there because he's a thirst bucket and he is annoying, but he, I don't get the feeling he's there to make himself richer. No, There was never that's a true. moment in time when Trump wasn't trying to make himself richer or trying to be powerful for his own business interests. And now it has fucking backfired on him. Yeah. And it's like, and this is how I know he is getting blackmailed. He's either getting blackmailed or bribed by Russia. Oh, go. Please. Because if he wasn't, he's so desperate to be, I'm the best. I'm terrific. I'm the greatest. I'm the smartest. Unbelievable. He would bring in somebody and he'd say, how do I become the greatest known president in modern yes. history? What do I have to do here? Do yeah. I got to pass Obamacare? Do I got to do this? I want everybody right. to like me. I want to be yeah. the best. Even if it's just trade, fixing the trade situation, because none of that's getting fixed. Steve Mnuchin and all those people are no. against him. Yep. They don't even want that. His, they don't even have the same priorities. Right. But he's not doing it because Putin is either bribing him or blackmailing him, yes. one or the other. Yep. And then we got shady, shady, shady <laughs> fucking queen, okay? The shadiest queen in the Senate, Rand Paul. He's Ron Paul's son. I didn't even dislike Ron Paul. I like Ron Paul no, and Ron his weird Paul's shit. Ron Paul's fun. It's yeah. weird fucking shit. And it's yep. weird. Don't pay taxes yep. shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, bring this weird guy in. Yep. Um, Rand Paul is Ron Paul's son. He's a Republican Kentucky senator. He has so many fucking skeletons in his closet, including probably his own. OK, because he's married <laughs> with three kids. But there's something rotten in Denmark. And by Denmark, I mean his closet that he's in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So even though he acts... He this is I he acts moderate and I can't with his ind fake and in, being in it fake being a fake independent right. or libertarian. I thought he was he independent. I don't know now, but even though he he, he I, that's why I keep thinking he's libertarian because he has this like because he always acts like he like he puts himself in the position like Susan Collins. Yes, he's constantly the position that needs to be the one vote or he's the one outstanding voice or he's he's of some sort of voice of contrariness. Yeah, they've or, always got to convince him to go to their side. Right, like, the Republicans always have to go get right, Rand Paul. Right, because he's going to hold out because God you shouldn't pay a tax. You shouldn't <laughs> right. if someone trips and falls, just step over them cuz they need to get themselves up. Right. If somebody's drowning, well too bad they don't can't breathe water like they're yeah, exactly you know what I mean yeah so he's clearly 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 being leaned on for whatever reason he's a fucking Susan Collins in black mailable clothing good line <laughs> he is he is a Susan Collins in black she's probably being blackmailed she too. probably is because like, she certainly switches fucking asshole yeah yeah so he's clearly being leaned on for whatever reason and now he's on the record defending Trump this just got me this this clip it's it's three minutes long and I I want you guys to try and try and listen to it I mean the whole interview is nine minutes and I could have put it in there because he's such a fucking tool yeah but let's just try you got to hear him defending Trump okay Senator Paul, welcome back to Meet the Press, sir. Good morning, Chuck. Thanks for having me. All right, let me start uh, where I left off with Senator King. Based on these federal documents that you've seen from Michael Cohen at this point, if he wasn't president, 
You think that you think individual one would have also been indicted along with Michael Cohen? You know, I think what's interesting about this is people forget history. The Federal Elections Commission actually ruled on this with John Edwards. They actually came up with a ruling and history. said that you know what, the paying of his mistress was not a uh, was not a campaign finance violation. But I think it's bigger than this, and I think we have to decide in our society if. Uh, there are thousands and thousands of rules. It's incredibly complicated campaign finance. We have to decide whether or not really criminal penalties are the way we should approach criminal finance. I personally think that if someone makes an error in filing paperwork or in not categorizing yeah. a campaign contribution correctly, it shouldn't be jail time. It ought to be a fine. And so it's just like a lot of other things that we've done in Washington. We've over-criminalized campaign finance. Let me ask you, though, about the allegation that Michael Cohen... Uh, in, uh, had circulated his false testimony to Congress in advance. So people in and around the president, perhaps his lawyers, perhaps him, knew in advance that Michael Cohen was going to lie to Congress. Uh, that's something about what about what issue about, about the issue, issue of the Trump Tower Moscow, the Trump Tower Moscow project. Yeah. Is that I, I troubling I guess enough I don't, to you? Yeah. How does that sit with you? I guess I don't. I I guess I don't quite understand it because I don't know what's illegal about uh, trying to. Uh, Build a hotel in Russia. Nothing, so, uh, nothing. This while is you're pretty common in the middle of a presidential I campaign. I see no problem with uh, someone running for president trying to build a hotel. He doesn't care somewhere. about anything. Now, if you were asking and saying, "I will give you something in exchange for letting us build a hotel," that would be wrong. But I haven't heard <laughs> any evidence of that. Okay. Just trying to build a hotel somewhere, uh, I can't imagine how that would be criminal. But it, or why you'd lie about it if it's not criminal. Well, that's what I'm curious about. But why do you think that the, exactly. the story keeps changing in and around the president? If all of these things are as I innocent because, as you've said, right. why, why, why does he keep changing well, the story? Well, I think it goes back to this whole idea of prosecutorial abuse. So Cohen is facing, you know, they're saying, oh, he's getting this long sentence of four years. Oh, my goodness, he's getting a really, really short sentence. They, they're threatening him with 20 years or life in prison for all these different tax evasions. They're shortening it to four years, but they keep getting the story to change. But maybe that's because the prosecutor's pressuring him, saying, well, if you don't give us something on Trump, guess what? You get 20 years. If you give us something on Trump, you get four years. And so this is prosecutorial abuse, I think. And that's why his story keeps shifting. And the thing is, it, it makes no sense. The president was talking to the media openly about the deal in Russia in 2015. Why would it make a difference whether he still was uh, talking to people in Russia in 2016 versus 2015? So, Wow. 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 I mean, um, hey, why building a Trump Tower doesn't matter, okay? He 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 thinks it's okay that Trump in 2015 or whatever, or 2016 while he was running for president, continued to build try and make a deal in Russia to build a hotel. And and, and then Russia <laughs> fucked with the election, and right. that has been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. There is no one living or dead or blind or deaf or in a coma. <laughs> Terry Schiavo, I'm looking at you, who fucking doesn't know. That Russia interfered with the election. They right. fucked with dumb idiot Americans Facebooking it up and their yep. fucking lunch breaks. Yep. And and it just so happens that he's there building a humongous hotel when no one on earth will loan the guy a dollar. dollar. Coincidence. It's just coincidence. I mean What is Rand Paul talking about? Rand Paul's being blackmailed or being what the, Russia's got something on Rand Paul and they are holding. I his, don't think Russia does. I think I think 
I don't know because you're the queen of bringing up old Rand <laughs> getting his fucking ass kicked on his goddamn front lawn. There's some correlation. I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to do some sleuthing. And when we're going to start our new segment called What is Rand Paul Hiding? Right. Because I we go- literally Googled what is Rand Paul hiding and came up short. Well, I mean, I just gl- quickly glanced. I wanted it to be the exact headline on Google. Like, I'm I feeling lucky. Yes. I wanted to be number one. Oh, somebody. Oh, Vox already wrote an article on it. I right. wanted to what find is, it. Yeah, well, and now I need to know what is Rand Paul hiding? He well, got remind, beaten up. Yeah, remind everyone He got that. his ass beat by his neighbor, quote unquote. Now, we this could, maybe, maybe it's not his neighbor. Maybe it's well, a we, Russian oligarch who came in dressed like the neighbor. I don't, I don't know. No, I think... I definitely don't think it's Russians. I think it's somebody in Congress mm. or Washington or whatever who's blackmailing Rand Paul, but now he's getting behind Trump. He's fucking kids or he's fucking a guy or he's doing or he's something. his neighbor or something. Or his neighbor, his neighbor's wife, his neighbor's daughter, his neighbor's son. I don't know what it is, but it's something that he's being... If the guy get... If a, because finish the thing. He, he never, went, oh, to he the never went to the police. He never like made a big deal out of it. They didn't do like a public thing. He never got his thirst on by going on like camera being like, you know, I've learned a lot from being beaten by my neighbor. I have assaulted. Or whatever. Yeah, I was assaulted or whatever. Like, there's just a lot of very weird... And you said he got his ribs broken? Yeah, he got his ribs broken. Yeah. A guy doesn't get his ribs broken. You don't get a beating like that from... Um, someone who isn't fucking enraged. Yeah. I mean, and then you don't go anywhere. You never hear about it again. We're like, OK, so then he comes on. I don't see what's wrong. And it's like they lied 900 times. Rand. What is your name? Randy? <laughs> and you shortened it to Rand. I mean, I kind of want to. Um, the The neighbor was sentenced to 30 days. Six ribs broken. Six. Oh, my God. Six. Like, you know, bruising one rib. Is is I, you could do it maybe if you maybe if you fell down an entire huge flight of stairs you'd bruise a rib yeah you know what I mean yes six of them were broken that's insanity what'd you do Randy what'd you do Randy I want to know I mean well we're gonna do what is Rand Paul hiding oh my god can I tell you this yes. other thing please get his the person who beat him guess what he did for a living loads engineer <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A retired anesthesiologist. <laughs> uh, why is that so hilarious? Tell me his name is Terry. Um, they don't say his name. I mean, oh, his last name is Boucher. We've got to find out the deal and we will and we'll report back. But we don't need Randy in the meantime talking about he doesn't understand why it's shady I mean, I guess technically it's, it's not illegal or the motherfucker would already have gone down. But it's definitely <laughs> shady and I think you'd have to be a very obtuse to not see why. Okay. Um, and now it's time for some more fake news in another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey, gonna get you too. Another one bites the dust. All right. So it's been a long time coming, but Trump finally announced that his chief of staff, John Kelly, will be leaving the White House at the end of the year. There have been rumors about him leaving basically since the day he started, but Trump had made it clear that he was cleaning house after the midterms, and he certainly has. He started with Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and he's booting John Kelly as his big finale. Okay, so we just saw the movie Vice um, in an advanced screener. 
And um, we highly recommend it, even though Adam McKay was definitely the director was just like the the tone was wrong, but the story was right. OK, because. Yeah. Um, what's his fucking name? Um, Christian Bale. No, the real guy. Dick Cheney. Um, Dick Cheney is. Wow. I mean, um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Um, and one um, important thing that the movie teaches um, you, among other things, is that the chief of staff position comes with a fuck ton more power than you think it does. That's right. So That's right. immediately, I mean, I was thinking about John Kelly the whole time I watched the movie. Um, so the main name being bandied about in Washington to replace John Kelly was Nick Ayers. Now, Nick Ayers was Vice President Mike Pence's chief of staff and the person that many thought was behind the legendary Lodestar New York Times op-ed about the secret uh, resistance working behind the scenes in the administration. Oh, Lodestar. I can't. Now, Nick Ayer's name was floated on Friday, and by Monday, his name was already off the table. And not only will he not be the White House chief of staff, he's resigning as Mike Pence's chief of staff, too. Let's listen to someone else explain what happened. All right, in this breaking news, remember how we have said the president made the announcement that the chief of staff, John Kelly, would be out by the end of the year and a possible replacement might be the president's chief of staff, Nick Ayers. Well, now, apparently, there is a decision from Nick Ayers. CNN's White House correspondent, uh, Caitlin Collins, is joining us now. So, Caitlin, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down from Nick Ayers? <laughs> Well, this is certainly a surprise to most people, even in the administration, who thought that Nick Ayers, who has served as the vice president, Mike Pence's chief of staff, for <laughs> over a year now, was going to take this job. He's been widely seen as the leading contender to replace John Kelly for at least six months now, but we are now being told by sources inside the White House that negotiations between the president and Nick Ayers fell apart over a timeline. The president wanted a two-year commitment from Nick Ayers, but Nick Ayers told the president he could only commit to a few months, citing his young children and his desire to move back to his home state of Georgia at the end of the year. And the president was insistent. He wanted someone who was going to commit to being his chief of staff for the next two years. And now we are being told that Nick Ayers is not expected to become the chief of staff any longer. Of course, this raises the question of who is going to be the next chief of staff. And from what we've largely been told over the last several months, most of the negotiations about replacing John Kelly have focused on Nick Ayers. And it would seem to be mm -hmm. a given almost inside this administration that he was going to take the job. But now mm -hmm. they do not have anyone on the short list. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to uh -huh. find someone. That was her phone buzzing. I was, I, that, I was looking. I was like, is my phone going off? I know it's not. It's hers. Uh-huh. John mm -hmm. Kelly is going to leave uh -huh. at the end of the year. Mary, can you get me some coffee? Thank you. Into the job, so now mm -hmm. it is really an open question of who it is going to be. That's going She's to like reading her text, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Quickly, like we are. Barring emergency uh, for a job like that, wouldn't the White House have lined up someone in <clears throat> replacement for such an important job before making an announcement that a chief of staff is on his way out? You would think so. Well, absolutely, and it seemed to be that they had mm -hmm. this plan in place for the president to announce right. that he was leaving and for mm -hmm. Nick Ayers to take this job, but they still had not agreed to a timeline of how long Nick Ayers would What kind of timeline is there for this job? Trump the job isn't two months. John it's a chief of staff job of the United Goddamn Motherfucking States. I know he doesn't want to commit. No, he doesn't want the job. No, he, do he doesn't want to commit past helping, months. Help, helping Mike Pence run. Oh, right. Well, yeah. reported that 
John Kelly was expected to leave in the coming days, mm-hmm. and they said that they had agreed to having John Kelly tell the other staffers at a senior staff meeting on Monday that he would step down as chief of staff, and that is when they believed they would announce Nick Ayers would take over. But yeah. they could over. not come to an agreement uh-huh. on the timeline, and that seems to have led to Nick Ayers saying he's not uh, going to take the job. Um, if it requires his two-year commitment from mm-hmm. President Trump, who wants well, a two-year commitment? Someone, we should consider the fact. So, mm-hmm. so basically, that's the deal. Is that I think mm-hmm. is that because everybody thought that Nick Ayers was the responsible for the um, Lodestar Lodestar op-ed, and that Mike Pence essentially was responsible for it mm-hmm. because everybody thought it came from Mike Pence mm-hmm. and his camp. Trump was going to have him come in regardless of the goddamn Lodestar. He's like, come on in and you're going to sit here and you're not going to help your fucking gay converting boyfriend right, to become run president. for office. Yeah. Right. And so he was trying to lock him up. Right. And he wasn't going to be locked up past 2020. Right. And neither was John Kelly, quite frankly, because they all want to go and help whoever else runs whoever against else. Trump. Yeah. Whoever else. It could be a chair. Yeah. And they, they don't care. And so. um but then he went ahead and stepped down from Mike Pence, too. Yes. And he got that same deal that Omarosa got, which is where they pay you to pretend you're working for the Trump campaign. Right. Where really they're just paying you for your silence, like Stormy Daniels. He's saying that he's going to go work for a super PAC. That's like this Republican super PAC. Um, I kind of got the feeling after like looking at it a little bit more today that he might be running for president himself. Really? I don't know. I'm just saying. I want to tell you something else. That's okay. That's important. Okay. That... Um, I just was watching this clip of him and I realized who it is that he looks like. Who? Now, I don't mean this as an insult. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying it just glared out of me and I need to tell you. Okay. It's um Cynthia Nixon's wife. <laughs> I didn't know. I now know what he looks like from the description, but okay. I didn't know. Are you sure? Of course you I know. He's a short ginger I need you, trolley vibe. I need you. I need you to please look at this. Oh, Oh, he's, oh yeah, he's really weird looking. He looks Mormon. He looks like her, I think. <laughs> um, In a way, I was looking weird, at like, who is this lady? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, it's him. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, he, like he looks religious. That that right there, me. he completely. Of course, he's religious. He's working for Mike Pence. Yeah, well, hey, of look, course. You look religious. You're gonna be religious. Exactly. Get around religious. Be be religious yourself. So Nick <laughs> Ayers, <laughs> Nick Ayers is out as John Kelly's replacement, and since that makes this whole thing, in other words, oh, so Nick Ayers is out as John Kelly's replacement, and since that makes this whole thing, in the words of the former former chief of staff, Rancid Pubes, a nothing burger. Oh God. Let's do a quick recap on why John Kelly sucked. <laughs> Meow meow, if you please. <laughs> he didn't give a flying fuck about the children in cages separated from their parents at the border. He famously famously said, quote, the children will be taken care of, put into foster care or whatever. End quote. <laughs> wow. What a shining print star. What a great dad. And then, and that about makes up the extent to which he was thoughtful and considerate when it came to staffing and policy. He fired Omarosa in the most sexist and racist way possible. He called DACA eligible youth lazy yet said that Staff Secretary Rob Porter was a man of true integrity and honor and hired him knowing that he couldn't get security clearance due to the fact that he allegedly assaulted two women. John Kelly literally knew about that. He Yeah, he co- knew. He was under investigation by the FBI, Rob Porter, because he was like charges were filed against him for being a fucking for beating his wife. And he still hired him as staff secretary and, and then Kelly, defended him. You 
fucking asshole. Not the first time he championed a man accused of sex crimes. In 2016, Kelly testified as a character witness for Todd Shane Tomko, a Marine colonel who pleaded guilty to sending inappropriate and sexual messages to a female corporal under his command. He called Tomko a superb Marine officer. Then last year, Tomko was arrested on charges of child molestation, dating back at least 15 years. Prosecutors told the court Tomko groomed his three victims, Wavy's Jason Marks and Kevin Green report. That's the who made the report. They say he made them watch pornography and learn sexual acts as early. Oh, my God. As early as the age of four. It wasn't until they got older that these acts were carried out. Wow. Beyond. Good for you, John Kelly. And good for you. Yeah, And I mean, it's it was mm. already obvious when wow. the guy is messing with like a female corporal that is under his command. Like you're wow. in a position of power, sir. Mm. And they know, oh, I can't. And John Kelly, good riddance, good night. And you know what? <laughs> good riddance, yeah. goodbye, uh, and good night, Wade. Yeah, unfriend, unfollow, Un- that's right. and, and good, good night. night. That's right. Unfriend, unfollow, and <laughs> good night. May you, you know what? Go retire. These guys need to retire. He, he should have retired anyway, and his that's legacy right. wouldn't have a big pile of that's shit on right. it now. That's right. And people maybe wouldn't be going through your closet looking through all the shitty things that you did. We would Nobody would ever have even thought twice about you, John Kelly. You would have been a retired general, and everyone would have felt bad for you, and everyone would have felt good yeah. for you, and everyone would have whatever. And now, and now everyone knows you're racist and sexist. Yep. And completely. you don't care about not just sexist. You don't care if um, um, someone gets a, literally physically assaulted. I mean, yeah. I don't even, and yeah. or children get molested. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, John Kelly, for the rest of your life, you fucking asshole. Now it's time for <laughs> So There's That. Okay, so this is the part of the show where I forced Julie to find a rainbow in the rainstorm. It's supposed to be a way for us to end the show on a positive note. Does it ever work? No. Probably not. <laughs> but we do it anyway every single <laughs> week. All right, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that moment this time? <sighs> well, as you can hear, I'm very positive right now. Uh-huh. Very positive. I have nothing but um, wonderful verbiage. I'm filled with the light of the Lord. <laughs> so um, this is a weird so there's that, I think. But um, try and follow me on it if you wouldn't mind. But it's kind of negative. Oh. So I know this is pushing it to the limit. And I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We do it every week, but I just, I have to, I have to do this. Remember in Charlottesville, Virginia, how white supremacists apparently have good people on both sides? Yes, that's what Trump said. Right. And people were protesting the removal of a statue of a Confederate leader, Robert E. Lee. That's what they were protesting. And a living piece of shit rammed his car through said people and then ended up killing a girl named Heather Hare and injuring and wounding like tons of other people. And after she got killed, our esteemed leader got up and said, yes, there's good people on both sides. And the violence was on both sides. So. I just had assumed that pulsating jizz sack was already rotting in prison. Well, I was wrong. On Friday, this human garbage can went to trial for the murder of Heather Hare. The jury deliberated for several hours before they convicted him, which is great, a first-degree murder along with several counts of aggravated malicious wounding, malicious, um, and leaving the scene of an accident. So as far as the trial or whatever, the prosecutor went 
and basically said the motherfucker plowed into people and showed clip they and they showed clips of people flying through the yeah, air I've over seen the that. car. It's beyond. He drove through a group of people deliberately. Case closed. Okay. Yeah. You should think. There's it's, not even a defense. There's unless unless you say he saw or he wasn't in the, the car devil or he wasn't yeah. in the car or he's so fucking insane that he heard voice or whatever his reason of insanity or whatever. So this is where I lost my mind. The defendant's lawyer, John Hill, argued that Fields had acted in self-defense. Oh, my God. That he drove the car into throngs of people out of fear. Hill described Fields as being, quote, scared to death and claimed he feared bodily harm after the violent clashes erupted between participants of Unite the Right rally and anti-racist counter-protesters. Well, (laughs) I don't know who's worse, the defense lawyer or this fucking piece of shit who killed Heather Hare, the girl who's... First time it was protesting and she died. She got hit by his stupid fucking car. So he was scared. He was he was scared for his life. He was scared. He was filled with fear. Fuckface who will remain nameless who drove the car lives with his mother in Ohio. He drove his Dodge Challenger through the night to attend the white nationalist what rally. What asshole. Through the night. But the defense attorney would have us believe it was out of self-defense. Well, this is where I could breathe easier. And this is where I start to... Feel the love and the and the light. He's found guilty. And not only that, Fields could be sentenced to life in prison for the state conviction. A sentencing hearing is expected to begin Monday. Hare's mother, Susan, brother, and eight victims are expected to testify before Fields is sentencing. And you know they do. They get up at those sentencings and they're like, we loved her. She was an amazing person. Sad. I miss my daughter, blah, blah. And then the judge is like... And yeah. adds another 10 years and then adds death. Yeah. <laughs> so Fields has separately been indicted also on federal hate crime charges. So he's getting um, he's going to court for that and he's going to be sentenced for that. And then he's also going to be sentenced on federal hate crime federal charges. Court. So which will allow and it's the federal court which will allow for the death penalty. So there's that. it for this episode of dumb gay politics thank you guys for listening and for all your support don't forget to join our patreon podcast if you haven't yet it's way different than this podcast um it's no politics just random ass bullshit like loads engineers and whatnot <laughs> um it's only one dollar go to www.patreon.com slash dumb gay politics and listen to a couple free episodes we have on there to see if it's yo cup of tea and don't forget about our live show tomorrow night, 12-12 in Seattle. It's at 7 p.m. at the Unicorn, Unicorn Narwhal on Pike Street. And we have Linda James performing Sweet Transvestite at the end, which is pretty much the main reason to go at this point. Yep. Go to our website, www.julianbrandy.com for more info and for all the ticket information. We cannot wait to see you in Seattle. And don't forget, we will be in New Orleans on January 19th and Austin, Texas on February 16th at the Spider House Cafe. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it has been dumb, Rand Paul. (laughs) 
How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs>